This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 76. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. It is Monday, September 13th, 2021. And for you, it's Thursday. Weekend is right around the corner. Um, Tomorrow is going to be an exciting day, and I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But first, I want to start off the way I always do, and by saying thank you to all my new subscribers. I greatly appreciate it. It's so exciting to see so many of you joining subscribing, and it really does keep me coming back week after week. But I want you to get more involved with the podcast. So remember, give the videos a thumbs up. Uh, Comment in the comments. That helps the algorithm grow. And then help the podcast grow. If you're enjoying it, tell somebody that you think is going to enjoy it as much as you. Right? That's going to help make this thing bigger, and I just need your help to do that. So I appreciate you, and thank you. Um, If you're new to the podcast, you need to be hitting that subscribe button. That's right. You watching this video, hit that subscribe button. It's the only thing I'm asking you to do. Um, uh, This is all free for you, but it's not free to do. So hit the thumbs up, like the videos, make sure you're smashing that subscribe button, and then uh, rate and review the podcast, leave comments, and of course, share. Sharing is caring, and I care that you're sharing. All right? So do that for me. It's all I'm asking all of you to do out there, and I greatly appreciate everybody who already does. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, that's right. There's more ways. Talking with Topher at gmail.com. That's T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. Leave your email, right? You leave your story. I've got Slow Down merch. We collaborated. They gave me some merch. And it's going to be free for you. All you have to do is send your positive, negative, I'm working on it. Whatever your story is, send it over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. I pick your story out. We discuss it on the podcast. Boom. You get a free piece of of merchandise from slowdownclothing.com. Super exciting, and I'm just glad to have this opportunity to share with all of you out there. Now, if you want to follow me, go ahead and follow me on social media, right? I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go there. I do extra content throughout the week. Some weeks are better than others. But go and give a follow. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, All the handles are at the bottom of the screen right there. And then um, everything is in the description underneath the video. So go there, click the links, and have some fun, spread the word, and let's blow this podcast up. And with all of that out of the way, I want I got to get into it, right? So weekly roundup, here we are. Um, it's going to be kind of quick, but um, a little bit, a little bit quick. Uh, because, 
Well, I recorded so late last week, we're starting off at Thursday this week. And Thursday, Friday, Saturday all blended into one day. Because why? Well, I was at work all weekend, and that's the way it always goes, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But this time, we got in last week's orders and this week's orders. Well, it would be the week before orders and last week's orders, because this week is this week. Oh, well. Um, so, mail got all screwed up with the hurricane. Then, holiday hit. So, we got, like, no orders two weeks ago. And all of our orders came in this week. On Thursday, by the way. So, there was, like, maybe an order on Tuesday. Maybe an order on Monday. Uh, no, uh, Wednesday. You know, there was a few things that may have come in. Real, not bi- Nothing big. I got like 11, 12 orders uh, between Thursday and Friday. And if you're asking, it's a lot. That's a lot of orders. Um, if you ever gone into a vape shop, everything is super tiny. So you can fit quite a bit in those boxes. Um, but it's a little bit more overwhelming because, you know, I'm used to processing anywhere from five to seven orders. I'm not used to processing um seven to 12 orders. It's just, it's a, it's a lot. And with all the customers, you know, all the vape bands, uh, everything going on across the country, uh, we are just seeing a lot more people show up, which is great for business, but not great for my shelves because I'm just, I'm empty almost all the time. And it's frustrating because I'll get stuff in and it doesn't seem to uh, stay on the shelf very long, which is good, but it's also difficult and i don't know if you understand what i'm talking about or if you're just like what is he talking about he's selling shit he's making good business that's great no it is i'm not disagreeing with you but from a manager's aspect um it's quite a lot to deal with and you always want your shelves to be full and it's really difficult because people are driving i i had a woman show up from cape cod and i don't know i think it was like a two and a half hour ride for her five bottles of juice like that's what's happening people are buying in bulk because they have to make these long trips to just come and get what they want so it does make things a little bit more stressful but you're right it's great for business and i am very grateful for that um so i had to deal with all that and of course you know you get i get stressed out and i'm just i'm I'm always i'm always stressed right i'm always stressed i'm always dealing with things and my first thought is always drinking, 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 but I'm not doing it, right? Because I feel like even though now those things pop up in my head, I'm like, ah, I don't need it. It's good. We're going to get through this the best we can. Um, but yeah, so that was, so Saturday came really quick, which is great because you always want your work week to end. And uh, sometimes it does drag, but this weekend did not. So Saturday night came up real fast. And it was awesome. I got to go home and um, enjoy some time uh, in front of the TV and just for uh, just just kind of forget about the work week and take a load off and uh, enjoy some TV at night with the wife. Um, And then Sunday shows up. So it was an absolute beautiful day. Um, so far so good, you know, I'm trying to get stuff done. I woke up late because I forgot to set the alarm. That always makes me upset. Um, but it's okay. I'm getting used to it now. I I think like 
Uh, these things are just going to happen. It's all part of life, and I'm learning to absorb these things instead of allowing them to make me extremely angry like they used to. And, and this is all part of no longer being on alcohol. I don't have this crutch to fall on anymore, so I'm dealing with everything head on. And sometimes it's more difficult than others. And it, there's no rhyme or reason to why. You know, I, I could get super upset about one thing and then something that used to get me really upset doesn't bother me at all. But it's like the one thing I got upset about meant nothing. It was no big deal. But why did I get upset? You know, it's just emotions, right? We all have them. We're all dealing with them. And sometimes they're just difficult. But I think I'm doing the best that I can. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm working on it and it's a work in progress every single day, but I go and get the shopping done. I'm doing all these things. I'm trying to get home at a reasonable hour. I get home at around 11, me and the wife hang out. We watch some TV, we drink coffee, um, and I get ready to start putting in the white picket fence. Finally, no, it is not to keep the dogs in just yet. I can't finish the fence until the water until the lawn is fully watered and it's rooted and it's going to make me so sad the day that they go out back and start peeing everywhere. And it's going to be right on the brand new grass. You know, it is just like I know it is. And I'm having anxiety about that um, because now I don't even know what water costs. Like our water bill is not that astronomical. It's pretty reasonable, but we use the exact same amount of water every three months. But now that I'm watering the lawn, I am having anxiety about the bill coming in. I'm having anxiety about finishing the fence and letting the dogs out because I don't want them to ruin it. It's like, how can you spend hundreds of dollars on water, which is what my assumption is, and then I'm just going to let my dogs out to piss all over it and just ruin it? I'm just like, I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, I do know that, like, mm, think th this is what gets me going. I get all these thoughts in my head, and I'm like, oh, my God, stop. And I just can't stop. I'm like, well, what if, what if, what if, what if, where are we getting it? What was it? And it's just this constant battle in my brain, and it's so <sighs> tiring. It's very tiring. And I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but if you do, I feel for you because it's tough to deal with. And now that I don't take any medications, I'm not drinking my thoughts away. And smoking pot does not make you stop thinking about the shit that's going on in your life. If anything, it magnifies it. So I really haven't been smoking because I've been waiting until all my work is done to smoke now. So I'm going till five o'clock at night before I ever touch anything where I used to wake up in the morning, take, uh, you know, brush my teeth. And then I was taking a rip and now I'm not doing that anymore. Now I'm like, no, it gets in my way. It slows me down. I got to go do this. I got to do this. I want to finish all these things. And so I didn't smoke at all until, uh, you know, coffee, uh, at, at noon so I could work on the fence. Plus it's Sunday. You got to enjoy the day. But right now, no smoke. And normally when I record, I'm high. So this is weird for me. I'm uh, having a little bit uh, anxiety about that. Because I'm like, is this going to be as good as it normally is? I don't know. We'll see. I think this is only the second one I've done like this. And um, 
I, I just have anxiety about a lot of stuff. So I'm out there. I'm putting the fence together. It's 1245 in the morning. I'm digging holes. I'm hitting concrete. Concrete pillars in the middle of the yard. Makes no sense. There was never a structure there the entire time I've lived here. Now, mind you, the house is 100 years old. So there could have been something out where I was digging before. But I was like, oh, I'm digging in over here. There should be nothing that I could hit. Oh, no. I hit concrete. I'm like breaking it up with a hammer. I thought it was a calcium, uh, like a salt deposit. I'm like, this is impossible. And then I was like, well, we're in the granite state, so it must be granite. Then I take my hammer to it, and I start smashing it. It sounds hollow, but then it chips. And I hand a piece to my wife. I'm like, is this fucking concrete, or am I crazy? And she goes, no, it's concrete. I wonder why... There was concrete, and I have to say it was about two feet under the dirt before I hit it. I don't know what it's there for. I don't know. It doesn't, like, go straight across. It's just, like, it was a pillar. I was like, this is so weird. Um, So, nonetheless, it takes me till 5 p.m. to finish up part of the fence. I'll throw the picture up for you, for all of you out there that want to see it. Um, and, uh, it, you do have to sometimes, you know, come back to the, uh, podcast on YouTube. If you are just a listener, um, I do put all kinds of stuff up in the middle and stuff, and I'm doing all kinds of stuff with my editing and stuff. So if you want to get a, get the visual for it, um, you definitely got to come to YouTube and check it out. Um, but yeah, I'll put that picture up there for you, but yeah, so I get that part of the fence done. I promise that I, well, I didn't promise, but I've been saying we need to go and look at couches uh, for weeks now. And I was like, today, I really want to do it. Well, I thought I was going to get the fence in faster. I'm like, what time did they close? And she's like, six. And I'm like, let's get out of here. We get out of the house. We get down there by like 5.15. And we get to the door. And it says that they're open till 7. I was like, oh, yes. So we have plenty of time, in a sense, to look at some couches. Then we pick out a couch. Right? Pick out a couch. I'm like, oh, this is over. We pick out a table. Oh, great. Got a table, got a couch, all done. Won't see the couch until February. Table was on clearance, but it had an issue that I was second guessing. And then we came home. I was like going over the measurements. I'm like, this isn't going to work. It's too big. Um, for all the things that are downstairs. And it's like, uh, we're going to have some trouble with this. So we kind of get into it. She tells me, oh, no, uh, it'll fit. And I'm like, really? You like, I don't know if anybody else does this, but if you're telling me, uh, let's just say I'm looking at a wall, right? And you're like, oh, we're going to build this here. We're going to build this here. We're going to build this here. And it's going to go like this. I can actually draw that picture in my mind. I can see it completely finished. Whenever I'm doing a project, uh, a product. Whenever I'm doing a project, I am capable, and I don't, I know this isn't for everybody, but I'm capable of seeing the finished product before the product, oh my God, I'm capable of seeing the finished project before the project's finished. I can see the whole thing done. I just need to get there. Well, my wife is not capable of doing this. We've done it a million times. She always tells me, stop painting the picture because I can't see it. She's telling me this thing is going to fit. And, of course, we get into it, and I'm like, you know what? We're just going to sleep on it. Let's watch some TV and enjoy the rest of our night. 
And let's not argue about measurements because this is what married people do. We There's always little bickering here and there. One person's right, one person's wrong, but one person doesn't see finished pictures and the other one has got the measuring tape in his hand. So I'm just saying you can't you can't deny numbers. You can't deny the measurements. You can't. They are what they are, and that's all you're going to get out of them. There's no movement. A measurement is a measurement. That's it. So we sleep on it. I'm like, oh, great. It's going to pour Monday morning, right? So now we're in Monday. It's going to pour, and I got everything done so that I could just wake up at 6, take care of the dogs, and move on with the day, and I'd have a little bit of time to myself before jujitsu. Well, none of that happened. I woke up this morning to a broken mirror because I had my mirror downstairs where it has been for almost two years now. Actually, I think it is two years at this point because I got it for the at-home gym during lockdown. So I'm walking down the stairs, and I see, and I'm like, no. Of course, you just woke up. You're a little groggy. I rub my eyes and I slowly look, and it is. It's my mirror. It's laying down on the floor. It's all smashed. And it wasn't a thin mirror, it was a thick one. So it was really nice. Like, I was excited to hang it on the wall for when I actually uh, get, get some more of the gym equipment in. And. I'm looking at that, and I'm looking around, and I don't see my dogs. I'm like, what is going on here? Did, like, somebody break into the house, and they, they, they smashed the mirror and had to, like, run out? I'm looking at my doors. I'm walking around. I do not see my dogs. I'm like, what is happening? And then I see the bathroom door closed. I'm like, is the wife up? Did she walk over this? I'm like, what is happening right now? And so I, I, I turn on all the lights so I can see clearly. And then I walk over to the door and both my dogs are inside the bathroom. Now, this bathroom is not big. It's only a three-quarter bath. It's tiny. They're both in there scratching the fuck out of the floor, scratching the door. So, of course, my temperature is rising. I am very angry. But now I just got to clean everything. I, I got the dogs locked in the kitchen now. Um, so I can clean up the mirror, uh, and I am just heated. I'm heated. I'm so angry at these dogs. I truthfully, I remember a day when I used to clean the apartment before we had dogs, and it blows my mind. I, I feel like I can't, does anybody else feel like this? Did, is it hard to keep your house clean with dogs? I feel like it's so difficult. Like, you can clean, you can vacuum, you can pick up the hair, you can groom them, cut the nails, but they just have this way of scratching everything, um, not chewing so much. We, I got that out, we got that out of them a long time ago. They only chew on what they're supposed to. Now, when they were puppies, it was more difficult, but now they don't do that type of stuff. But just the nails on the floors and the scratches and then... I got a broken mirror, and of course, my first worry is um, my wife waking up and then having to come downstairs, and then she doesn't see things and steps on it because she's in her bare feet. 
And I didn't want that to happen. So now I'm rushing, right? I got to hand wash the floor. I got to vacuum the rug. I'm picking up these giant pieces of my mirror that I'm really upset about. I bring everything to the basement. You know, I kind of yelled at dogs a little bit. Um, and then I got it all cleaned up and I thought I was going to wake her up. My wife, that is, um, uh, with the vacuum. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I got to run the vacuum right now. This is crazy. Um, so I, I'm running the vacuum and no movement. Thank goodness. I think the AC probably muffled it enough. And I have a central vac, which came with the house by the way. Uh, but the vacuum is all the way in the basement. So, I get that all cleaned up, and then I take the dogs for a walk. But I had gotten up at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's supposed to be a great morning. Well, now it is 7.30 in the morning after cleanup and the walk. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to jujitsu. I smashed my thumb yesterday with a friggin' rubber mallet while putting in the fence. Um, and it was, it was just re-swollen. It hurt. My elbow is still tender from the pop, uh, what, last week? Um, and I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. I'm like, well, let's try to get ready because if Tyler wants to go, I was like, I really want to be there for him. You know, I, if he's going to be there, I'm going to be there. It's one of those things, you know. It's not, I don't think it's codependent, but if if he was like, dude, I'm on my way, I'll see you soon, I would have to be like, all right, everything else out the window got to go to class but he just moved into his new apartment over the weekend on friday and he hit me up and was like i've got a bunch of stuff i have to get done today and so therefore um i can't go to class and i was like dude that's completely understandable uh you know you need to get yourself organized for work plus he works from home most of the time um so he needed to have all that set up in order to get to work right um so I was like, all right, well, this is my window of opportunity. I was like, I need another week off. I need to ice my elbow. I need to let my thumb heal. I need to ice my thumb. Um, and I just need to take my dogs for another walk, of course. Um, and now I can get all the rest of the stuff that I want done, done, right? So, unfortunately, jujitsu did not happen because of that reason. But here's what did happen. Now, here's the silver lining. I finally made it upstairs to this spot right here, and I wrote out my entire story. I'm going to go over it one more time. I obviously want to read what I wrote. I want to rewrite it, and then I want to make points so that we can go back and look at the actual police report. So I'm going to tell my story from what I remember, then I'm going to discuss the actual police report and then uh, tie it all in a little bow with, um, you know, basically the way it ended, right? Um, so I'm excited about that. That's, that's about the, 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 that was the coolest thing about today, right now. Because, I mean, the camera that I got right now, I have a lens issue. I shut the camera off, the lens won't retract. It sounds like all the gears inside the lens is fucked up. And it's just a manufactured defect. But when they sell you the camera like this with the three with the big lens and everything, it's a kit made by Sony. So the only way to get another one, like you could wait a couple weeks and do the exchange, 
right? Or you buy a new camera and then you send this one back. So I had to deal with that this morning. I ended up uh, calling uh, the furniture place and canceling the couch and the table. And then, um, you know, the glass. So it was just a crazy friggin' morning. And I was like, what is happening? I woke up this morning. It was supposed to be smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. And I just woke up to chaos. And then the chaos just continued. And then it's just like, here I am. Recording now. A little bit later than normal. But I'm recording. And that's the important part. I keep coming back. I keep pushing it. And I keep trying to give everybody um, something. I don't know if it's what you want, but it's something. And I'm just working on it. And I'm excited because hopefully within the next couple weeks, I'll have that story refined. It'll be nice. Hopefully (laughs) neat. Um, And we'll see how it comes out. But I will be doing that by the end of this month. I promise. I got it all written out. It's like four pages long. Um, I'm hoping to uh, just put everything together and make it nice and at least um, show you, you know, what I remember, what people said. I got I got all the police reports. I got all the um, what is that thing called where, you know, you're, you're a witness and you write write out your story. It's not a confession. It's a um, statement statement. I got I got the statements. I got all kinds of stuff. So I want to make sure it's all in order and it all makes sense. And um, I'm trying to do my best with that. But that should be coming by the end of the month now that I've actually got it all out of my brain and onto paper. So I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, this is literally uh, the biggest thing that has ever happened in my life. I'm glad it's the biggest thing that ever happened in my life because it's not too bad. Um, and we'll just see how that comes out. So I got that done this morning along with all the chaos and everything else. I had anxiety about canceling the couch because I was like, wait a minute. What if my wife really loved that couch? You know, so I call her after I make the cancellation. I'm all panicky. I'm like, she's like, you sounded like you were going to cry over the phone. And I'm like, well, I didn't know if I made the right decision. She's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not married to the couch. And I go, oh. And I felt better. And that's basically the end of the story. So, I was glad she was on board with me canceling it. Because, you know, when when you tell somebody you're going to do something week after week after week. And then you finally go and do it. It's just like, well, now it's done. And now it's not. Now we have to wait for money to be returned and all this other crap. And I was just like, no. And I was like, you know what? We need to make a day of this. We need to go to multiple places. We need to take down the ones that we like from the multiple places. Then we may need to make the best decision from that group. And then find out. I didn't want to wait until February to get a couch. That's when it would have shown up at the house. That's crazy. Six months? I mean, yeah, sure, they had to uh, make it you know, uh, a special way, but it was the same fabric, same length, same everything. They were just moving the lounge to the other side. And I'm like, this is crazy. I don't want to wait six months. And then they don't take couches away. And, ah, I was just like, you know what? This just seems like a very bad idea. And I am not very fond of it. And after sleeping on it, I was like, no, well, it's too big, too much. I'm done. So 
I, I canceled it. Now we got to wait for all the refunds and everything. But nobody wants to wait six months for a couch, especially like the one that I have now hurts my back. And I'm just like, it's got to go. And I don't spend a lot of time sitting on it because I it hurts me. So I don't sit on it that much. I stand more than I sit on the damn couch. Um, but anyways, that's boring. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. So Tuesday, tomorrow, and the only reason I'm talking about this is because it's the most exciting thing that's going on for me. Tomorrow is September 14th, 2021. It marks five years, no alcohol. I am so excited. It really, it, you know, Fireworks. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yes. I am super, super pumped about it. I am so excited. Um, this really is something I've been working extremely hard on. This is, I don't care what you say, it's not easy. Beating your addiction is not easy. And you need to be applauded. You need to pat yourself on the back. And, and yeah, I know I'm reaching five years, but guess what? I had to start at day one. And once I got a year under my belt, you know, it was like every month I was congratulating myself. But for that first year, every single fucking day is important. Every day is important. And then every day after that year is important and every day up until this fifth year has been important and it's just something I'm extremely well I guess I'm almost amazed I never thought that this would happen I didn't think I didn't think it would ever happen I've never Tried to quit alcohol on my own. I've always had somebody else telling me to do it. And I did it. I did it on my own. I mean, I almost got arrested, but I didn't. And then I made the decision. And so I'm saying that even though I'm excited, it's five years. Woo! You know, clap, put, pie, hey. There's more work to do. There's always more work to do. And that's okay. I'm excited about the work that I need to do. I might get angry. I might get upset. I might have all the thoughts to go back. But you got to remember, at the end of the day, every day is important. So if you're in the beginning of your sobriety, and I hate using that word, so if you're in the beginning of staying off of your addiction, right? Because that's what I'm about. I get high, I eat mushrooms, um, you know. That, I mean, that's the gist of it. I mean, there's Delta-8 and whatever. But, you know, it's not alcohol, it's not heroin, it's not cocaine. Um, these are all substances that I believe are highly addictive and super dangerous. And most of the time, the reason, the reason, straight up, the reason I find all of these things to be so dangerous is because uh, getting off of alcohol, if you're super addicted to it, will kill you. And then if you try coke or heroin, you, know, you take the chance of dying too. 
because there's fentanyl in it. So it's like they're all all three of those are super dangerous, but alcohol on uh, everywhere. You can buy it anywhere and you can kill yourself with that. No big deal. Um, but you can't kill yourself with anything else. And it's just crazy to me that this stuff is uh, um, out there and it's illegal um, because I do believe, like I said last week, I think that if we just stop making them illegal and actually make them legal, then people probably wouldn't die from fentanyl overdoses from uh, cartel or drug dealers trying to make an extra dollar, you know, because they're stamping it with fucking fentanyl now. So it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's so horrible. So whatever your addiction is, it doesn't matter if it's day one. doesn't matter if you got five years, ten years, two months. doesn't matter. Whatever you're um, staying away from and you've been doing it day after day after day, that's fantastic. And you deserve a pat on the back. This is not an easy task. It's tough. Your brain wants you to give in. So... I'm very excited. Uh, there's been a lot going on, a lot of temptation to go back to drinking, but I just keep remembering what horrible situations it would put me in. And that is also a driving factor of why I'm not going back to those things. So whatever you're, whatever you're staying away from, if you've been doing it, congratulations to you. And, you know, five years is a big mark for me. So... I'm very excited. It's a big day tomorrow. I'm going to be at work. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Five years, no alcohol. It's it's amazing to me. I, I, I mean, I'm just blown away. And I am very proud of the person that I am today. And I hope you're proud of the person that you are today. You need to be proud of yourself if you're working towards whatever you're working towards. you got to have a little bit of confidence in yourself in order to keep moving forward, you know? So whatever you're doing, I want to say congrats. Congrats for making it another day, another month, another year. But as long as we keep making it, that's what's great, right? That's what's great. So. That's why I was talking about Tuesday. You know what I mean? September 14th, 2016. Time flies. It really does. I sound like my goddamn parents now. Don't know where the time goes. Man, time flies. Is it that time already? Where does that time go? Over and over and over again. And I'm like, oh, my God. I sound like my dad. I'm like, this is crazy. I can't believe I sound like my dad. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. Um, we, we've got it all. We've got everything in stock. Feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And remember, you can always shop inside of our store. All right, super exciting. Um, we got Nord 4s, IPX80s, right? You want some Esco bars? Ooh, Esco bars. 
These things are amazing. That's right. If you need disposables, devices, coils, juices, we got it in stock. All right. Flavors, menthol, you name it, we got it, including a great way to quit vaping or quit smoking altogether. Nin pouches. All right. We got the Nin pouches. You see the shirt? Nikki drops. Those are the the Nikki drops are lozenges. These are nicotine pouches. Two great alternatives to smoking or vaping. And you can only get this stuff here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. Uh, we're open seven days a week from 10:30 to 8 p.m. We're located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, and next to Smoke Rings. Um, you can give us a call, 603-814-4171, and I look forward to seeing you there. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. All right? It's also in the description underneath this video. Uh, just go there and check out all of their products, all right? That's what helps the podcast stay afloat is all of the wonderful sponsors. So check them out. They've got beach towels. they got kids' clothes. they got leggings for women. They've got sweatshirts and sweatpants and winter hats. Oh, I don't want to talk about it, but winter's coming, all right? Fall is almost here. September 22nd will be fall. Get your sweatshirts, get your sweatpants, get your long sleeve shirts, get your beanies, get ready for the cold because it's coming. And you can get all of these things here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Again, you're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen. And remember, it's always in the description underneath the video. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. This website is amazing. I love it. Five amazing products to choose from, and you can only get them here. You want some hand sanitizer that doesn't leave your hands sticky and keeps you safe from the flu and COVID? Buy it. It's amazing. It's on sale. It's on sale for $3. What? What hand sanitizer are you getting for $3 that works and makes your hands feel clean? I don't know. There's not too many out there that do that for me. This one does. They've also got a lip balm. It's great all year round. And now with fall and winter just around the corner, it's going to work great for this winter, keeping those lips moist. Their salve is great for dry skin, which happens every winter to me. I get very dry skin. So this stuff comes in very handy. They got beard oil. If you want to keep it looking fresh and get rid of some of those snarls, it's going to do that for you. And then, of course, if you have a long, stressful day at work and you want to relieve a lot of that stress, a nice foot or body soak is what you're looking for. And you can get one or all five of these products here today at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Get one or all five today.
Yeah, so that's the weekly roundup. Uh, we're going to get into some current events. I got some good ones to talk about. I want to get it a little bit into this, um, some, some more vaping stuff. Um, so we're going we're gonna to do all that right now. All right, so I am so sick of seeing this on the computer. It flashes at least 10 to 12 times a day in different forms, you know, that change the title a little bit. What are you doing? Why do they keep promising us this stimulus check? They've been saying it. I've been watching this thing show up on the computer, at work, at home, on my phone. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's been coming for the last four months. $1,400 a person is supposed to be coming to us. What? Okay, great. I don't know what that does. I mean, it does a little bit, but it, 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 for people who have been completely out of work, it doesn't do much. People who couldn't get unemployment, it doesn't do much. People that lost their houses, are they going to get their check? I mean, I hope they still have their bank account, but what is it going to do? And when it started, it was $1,400 in Washington, D.C. Yeah. I'm like, okay, great. When I see it, I'll believe it. And here we are. You're going to get your stimulus check in September. Okay, cool. Where? When? Now, they're saying $600 a person. Well, wait a minute. You said $1,400 a person. Now you're saying six. So what is it? Is it coming? Is it not? Is it 14? Is it six? I am tired of this shit. All this is is clickbaity bullshit to keep me clicking on the same. I mean, I don't. I never click them. I never click them. I only see the title and I go, "This is bullshit." It's clickbait. You've been saying this for fucking months, and still there's nothing to help us out. So I don't understand why they keep saying this. Why? Why is it that they can't just? They have to flash this every day as like a fucking reminder. Instead. Just tell me when it's actually coming. You know what I mean? Like, that's when the news article should be released. When it's actually happening. Not any time sooner than that. You can't... There's people that are physically depending on this. And all you do is keep teasing and teasing and teasing. And it... Oh, it irritates me so much. Because I know that it would help. But I'm not, like, waiting for it. But it would be really nice. It would be helpful. But the, for the people that are actually depending on this, it means so much more. And when you just keep saying, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, oh, I mean, those people can only make it so far before... Something else goes bad. So let's just do this. If you're doing it, they passed the 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 the, uh, the fucking thing there with um, the spending and all this, and they were like, "Yeah, we came to an agreement. It was like 1.4 billion or trillion dollars or something. The spending, whatever." And they figured that out like two months ago. But here we are. Don't worry, it's coming in September, and instead of fucking 14, now it's 6. Well, that makes me sick. I, I, I don't like this. 
You know, because how many people were dependent on that 1400 Give them the 1400 Give it to them. But I'm just so sick of the clickbait. I, I, I mean, the news is what it is today. But, man, I really do miss the way the news used to be. You know, it was no personality, just a body reading from a prompter, giving you the facts. And it's not like that today. Everything's about getting clicks. Everything's about getting advertisers. Everything's about keeping your attention 24 fucking 7. And I guess they're doing a real good job because some of them are doing better than others. And I don't know how many people clicked on this. I bet you a shit ton of people clicked on this. And this is updated as of September 13th. So as of today, this is what they're saying. So I just think it's craziness. Just... Stop making promises and just do it, right? Just do it. All right. And then, oh, this one really pisses me off. So this is um, the, re- the rejection on, it, on all, like, I've talked about it a few times. I'm just getting upset with myself. Um, the PMTAs were put in place for juice companies to file their juice ingredients with the FDA. They had to pay a million dollars a bottle. So if you've got a zero, three, and a six, that's three million dollars. Now, times that by however many flavors you have. So if you've noticed out there, there's not a lot of 12s and 18s and certain milligrams anymore. That's because most companies were like, we can only afford to make five bottles. Zero, three, six, 25 or 35, and 50. So that's all people are making in one flavor. They'll make five bottles in one flavor. That's $5 million. They have to pay the FDA to file their paperwork to approve them to put them on the shelves so that we can consume them. Now, in theory, it sounds great because, oh, the FDA approves it, so it must be safe. (laughs) How many things does the FDA approve that's not safe? Plenty. Why we need their fucking approval, I don't understand. I get it for a lot of shit. I do. FDA is super important. I get it. But they're not changing what's in the vape juice. They're just getting the list of ingredients and okaying them. So what the fuck are you doing? You're just taking money from this company so that you can say they're FDA approved now. Now, I have all kinds of emails and this and that. My PMTA was approved. This company's PMTA was approved. This one, this one, this one. Well, according to this, the pre-market tobacco product application, which is the PMTA, deadline for applications ended September 9th, 2020. There are still people sending in applications today. I don't know how that works. We don't have any of that stuff to do. We We just need to buy from people that were approved. But they're not processing any more applications. 
which is ridiculous to me, but they also said that nothing new was supposed to come out after 2016. And we all know that that's still happening. So what they're doing is, is um, the FDA application process allowed the products to remain on the market for one year pending the approval process for products. A deadline for approval or de- denial is fast approaching. Over 500 companies filed applications for over 6.5 million different products, of which 4.5 million, 4.5 fucking million have been dismissed for application requirement failures. Wait a minute. What? So you're saying there's only 2 million different products that are coming close to getting approved? I mean, I don't even know what this means, really. Does this mean that shit that I have on my shelf today that had their PMTAs approved are not approved? I I don't understand how any of this works. It's so confusing to me because I was told by the distributors, they send out flash emails. Yeah, this company just got their PMATA approved. They These guys did. These guys did. So I'm waiting to see when the fucking hammer drops and see how many more flavors we lose. But they're rejecting the applications um, because of failures. So they must not be filling out the paperwork properly, which doesn't surprise me. You don't have exactly the brightest people behind um, the counters of vape stores, and I'm sure that, you know, there's people that are doing the paperwork that are not on top of things either. You know, they're just doing what they need to do to continue making money. And unfortunately, now they're not going to be able to because I wonder if they're even allowed to resubmit that application, you know, if it gets rejected. I think they should be able to, but that doesn't mean shit. What we think they should be able to do and what the FDA is allowing them to do, I bet you 10 to 1. You put in your application, you fuck up your application, they're like, it's past the due date, man, you're done. That's it. You're washed. So, I know there's a bunch of companies out there going to synthetic uh, tobacco, and that is going to be made illegal. Right? But everybody's doing it as a way to get around the PMTAs. Well, yeah, eventually you're not going to have a company because you couldn't file your PMTAs in time. You move to synthetic uh, nicotine, they're going to make that illegal, and then where are you at? And they've been talking about making synthetic nicotine illegal for uh, almost two years, maybe over two years now. It might be closer to three. Um, so we don't. We try not to carry anybody who's using a th- synthetic. We try to. U- we make sure that your PMTAs are approved according to the company not the distributor, and I also try to make sure they're not using a synthetic nicotine. So there's certain steps that New Hampshire Vape Gallery takes to assure that the products on our shelves are following the federal guidelines, the FDA rules, Um, because we don't want to break the rules. We just want to sell what we're allowed to sell and move the fuck on with our lives. That's all we want. Just like you want to be able to consume what you want to consume without interrupting your lives. And this is crazy, though. So I don't even understand. The FDA has recently stated, uh, started issuing the decisions for approximately 2 million remarketing 
um, remaining market applications. And so far, it has only been marketing uh, denial orders or MDOs, which require the products to be pulled from the market immediately. So everybody's been talking about this FDA banning thing. Um, this is it. This is how they did it. So this sucks because think about it. These companies that put in that application, only in my brain does this work. I don't know if I'm speaking truth. But they had to pay million dollars a bottle. Then they file everything. Then they get denied. And then they can't move forward. So do you pay the price as the application is going in? Or do you pay the price once you're approved? That part I don't know. The press release for these rejections of applications uh, for three companies is actually what amounts to an official statement regarding the long sought after pol political decision to ban flavored vape juice other than tobacco flavored under the guise of science based uh, regulation. August 26, 2021, the FDA issued a press release that has gained wide attention from all quarters of the vape uh, community, as well as celebrations and increased pressure from the anti-vaping groups, which I think they're all a bunch of morons. And that's fine. Um, I'm living proof that vaping is amazing. I don't give a shit what you tell me. I know it's not water vapor. I'm past that. But it is better than smoking those fucking cigarettes. It is so much better. I will tell you firsthand, I breathe better. I run. I do jujitsu. I was barely breathing in jujitsu when I smoked cigarettes and drank. So I have a first, uh, I was there. I was smoking. I was drinking. I was doing jujitsu, and it was hard. And then I start vaping, and all of a sudden my breathing got better. And then once my breathing got better, and I got rid of the alcohol, then I started doing cardio and doing my, and now I vape and run. Well, I'm not running right now, but I'm walking the dogs all the time. I have no problems breathing. I breathe better today than I ever did. I am never hacking up a lung. I am never, not, nothing. Anything that those cigarettes did, they fuck you up. They ruin our body. Now, is vaping healthy? Absolutely not. If you think vaping is healthy, then you have an issue all on your own. Nothing is healthy for us unless you're being healthy. I mean, there is so much shit that gets processed and put through things and washed and chemical sprays, even down to our lettuce, unless you're growing it and eating it from the farm in your backyard, and you know exactly what your soil is, you've had it all measured, you know it's not high in whatever, and you're doing this, and you know exactly what's coming out of the, 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 the spigot for water, and you, you know every inch of everything that you are growing and feeding to that, and you eat that, that's probably the way to be the healthiest. But if you're buying from a supermarket like me, do you think everything is healthy? I bet you my lettuce has a chemical on it. I mean, I bet you my spinach has a chemical on it that I don't even know about. 
So, I'm not going to tell you that vaping is healthy. But I will say, in confidence, that vaping is much better than smoking fucking cigarettes. But because I know vaping is not healthy, that's why I'm moving to nicotine pouches. Because that is the best. There's no inhaling. There's no smoke. It's only your saliva. It's safe to swallow. It's great. And then you spit the fucking thing out, and it's over. There's no gum cancer. There's no nothing. It's really nice. It's a great, great alternative. I just got to find a company that makes a dosage a little bit higher. You know, because I'm vaping on 25, so I need more of a 12, and then I'll walk my way down to 6, and then I'm going to go to 3, and I eventually want this nicotine out of my life. But this is shit. This is crazy. So that's why I say I I think the people that are anti-vaping are silly. I have friends that are anti-vaping, and they smoke cigarettes. I think that's crazy. You can't smoke cigarettes and say that vaping is unhealthy. You can't. It's just craziness. It's, it's completely different. But we'll also say if you're not changing your coils of pods every week, that isn't very healthy either. So if you're somebody and you're like, my pod makes it a month, we don't know what that's doing to you. It is highly recommended you change your coil or your pod every week. That's how we know it's not causing any damage. But if you got a pod or a coil and that shit is gone longer than a week, we don't know what that's doing to you and neither does anybody else. So when it gets to that point, I agree. That's unhealthy. All right? So there's all these things that you need to do to make it as healthy as it can be. Just like when you change your diet, you eat everything as best as you can to make your health your, your diet healthy. It's just the same shit. But don't don't be fooled. Whoever's telling you that you need to put down the vape and continue smoking cigarettes, uh, that's nobody you need to be hanging out with. And it's completely false. It's completely completely false. I I believe. I believe. I'm a, I'm I, I'm first hand. I vape right now. I vape right in front of you. See? Babe, right in front of you, I believe that this is the safest, best way off of cigarettes. And then you can figure everything else out once you get rid of the cigarettes. You know, one step at a time. I tell all my customers that. It's all in baby steps. Take your time. You're not going to go from smoking cigarettes for 25 years to no nicotine in a week. And people try to do it. And I don't know why they try to do it. Maybe they just really want to push themselves or something. But I don't agree. Um, so, the, yeah. So, they are pushing. We'll see what happens. We know the flavored tobacco products are very appealing to young people. Therefore, accessing impact of po- uh, potential or actual youth use in a critical factor in our design making about products to be marketed. Okay, so here's my fucking thought. I've told all my companies, I, when, I, when I was dealing with manufacturers, I spoke to every single manufacturer out there. Every single one of them told me the same damn thing. If this is their argument, here's what I say. 
Stop it. Stop with the fun boxes and the fun colors and the fun uh, 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 font. Stop. Make it a regular box. I don't care if you go brown and black, brown and black and white. It doesn't fucking matter. You make it as plain as fucking dirt. You put exactly what's in that bottle. It's not Dunkaroos. It's not this. It's not that. It's vanilla cream, whatever. It is what it is, right? So I got I got some juices that are like, uh, they got fun words. They got fun words. I'm, I'm drawing a fucking blank and I look at them all the time. But like even my company, uh, Ripe, they do great. They're a great product. They were like one of the first ones to just tell you what's in the bottle. It's peachy mango pineapple. Yeah. It doesn't have to be unicorn piss. What are we doing? I hate that. I don't know what the fuck is in the bottle. How do I sell unicorn piss? Oh, wait. Well, we sent you a description card, and it tells you exactly what... Why can't you just put it on the bottle? In plain lettering, put all the warnings, put the shit on there, plain, no colors. And then... You pick up a oh yeah yeah this what what are you looking for you looking for you're looking for blue raspberry blah 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 now I pick oh yeah uh, blue raspberry blah 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 look here's where I'm at these products are not made for anybody over 21 now right and if you are vaping and you're over 21 guess what you're doing the same thing I am. You're just trying to stay away from cigarettes. We don't give a fuck what the bottle looks like. I don't care if it's colorful. And you know what every single rep did said to me? Well, that's our marketing. That's our advertising. Yes, but they keep saying it's for the kids. So if they keep saying it's for the kids, take away their argument and you won't do it. You just keep making their argument stronger. And stronger, I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Take away the argument. Just like I said, take the vaping out of convenience stores. Get it out of the kids' faces. Take it away from them. Put it into the vape shop and then watch the vape shops. Now there's less to watch. And if you find them... Selling to underage kids, you fucking shut them down. That's the end of the story. Now there's no colorful prints. There's no vaping products in any convenience store where anybody can just walk in. You have to go to a vape shop that's 21 plus. Well, where's your argument now? I've been saying this for four fucking years and nobody will listen to me. And no one's going to listen to me now. They're going to keep doing what they're doing. They're going to keep making this fucking argument stronger. And eventually, vaping is going to be 100% banned across the fucking United States. Something that has been around for over 30 years. 30 years. We're going to wipe it out in less than six. It's been around for five, six years. I mean, it got popular five, six years ago. It's been in the United States for, I would have to say, maybe a little bit over 10. 
the facts are out there. The problem is, is we're only looking at the United States for the information. That's stupid. That is stupid. So, I mean, this is just going to keep happening. I just, I, I could continue reading. I think you guys should check it out. Uh, I think everybody out there should check it out for themselves. Read this. Look into it. Be more aware. If you don't want to see vaping banned in the United States, you want the flavor bans to stop, then maybe a couple of my suggestions would help. But we got to speak up. And I can't speak up by myself. I'm only one shop. So I need your help to make our argument louder. And this is just going to get worse before it gets better. So... I just really wanted to rant about this. It's pissing me off because now it it's got, it could ruin my livelihood. Now, I don't know what else we can sell. I don't know. We'll figure it out, I'm sure. But I don't want to see it go away. The flavors is what helped me get away from the cigarettes. I think flavors are fine. It's all the marketing bullshit. You don't need that to sell your juice to my shop. I don't need that to buy your juice from my shop. Your label doesn't make me buy your juice. When I sample your juice, that's what makes me buy your juice. So it doesn't matter what it looks like. If it's good and I like it, I'll buy it and put it on the shelf for everybody else to try. We don't need it to be fun. doesn't need to be... Popping off the shelf. Well, hold on a second. I'm going to come back from that because uh, here we go. All right. So I don't know what happened. Um, camera decided to freeze. Um, I had to freak out and uh, I just reset it all. Um, I'm recording again. So basically what I was getting at is we don't need this to be. Um, we don't need the juices to be fun. They don't need to be popping off the shelves. They just need to be um, what they, uh, they need to taste good. They need to keep me off of cigarettes. And you just need to tell me what's in the, in the bottle. It's so much easier that way. So I'm going to move on to the next one. Uh, considering the fact that, uh, yeah, yeah, that got totally messed up. And I don't know um, what happened. So, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm so afraid to click shit. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, so I am just, uh, I needed to get that out. I felt that it was very important that these words were heard. Um, I don't understand why people say vaping is worse than cigarettes. That's insane. Um, it doesn't have the same effect on our lungs as cigarettes, and I understand everybody's different. But you also have to understand that, um, you know, you could be doing something wrong. You could not be cleaning your coils properly. You could be running uh, temperatures too high. There's all kinds of different reasons for things to go wrong. And the one thing that I tell all my customers is that this is not anything like smoking. You need to educate yourself and understand what you are doing. And a lot of people don't want to take the time and figure those things out. So if you don't do those things, 
then you can run into complications always. So, I don't know. I don't know. This is crazy, and I just have this funny feeling we're going to see flavor bans across the United States, and it fucking angers me. Um, let's see. This is a fun one. Yeah, so I'm going to move myself to the top. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, over here, look at this. Uh, so if you live around here, Massachusetts, 93, goes everywhere, right? They finally finished it. They finished 93. Now, I think they're going to talk about it, but I'm pretty sure this was supposed to be a much shorter project than it turned out to be. And it's just finished now, and they're naming it um, New Hampshire Hero. Oh, they're, they're naming it after Alan Shepard, who is a New Hampshire hero and an astronaut. And I just thought this was really cool. I'm hoping that the video is going to show all of 93 uh, because it, it it's pretty neat. I mean, we used to drive down. It was two lanes, woods everywhere, and now north and south are like anywhere between four and three lanes. It's wild, uh, the amount of earth that they moved. And my only thing is, is that like they had a deadline of getting it done in a specific amount of time. But my problem is, is that did you really think that you wouldn't run into some type of complications? I mean, you are moving earth. You're moving earth, and people are like, they should do it faster. Should they? They're moving earth. It's crazy. But here we go. This is just a fun one, and I got a couple more after that, and then you know what I'm saying. 190 miles in total. I-93 is Shoot. the main artery connecting New England. Now, this 20-mile stretch between the Massachusetts border and 293 split in New Hampshire is complete, an accomplishment spanning generations of governors. And my dad, I guess, was the guy that started the design in 1986 as governor. And I can promise you he didn't think his 12-year-old son was going to be the guy dedicating it 35 years later. Construction didn't begin. 35 years. In total, costing $755 million. expected budget. The four lanes expected to usher in business opportunities as the state continues to grow. And so this provides reliable travel for all visitors to New Hampshire and anybody who's returning home to the state. The I-93 corridor now bearing the name of an American hero, astronaut and East Derry native Alan Shepard. His appetite for challenge and his dedication to being the very best stirred for him a pivotal role in advancing our understanding of the universe. His family says before his death in 1998, Shepard learned his name would eventually become a permanent fixture near his hometown. Whenever we would come to visit his parents, we would always be on the highway and he would point out where the signs were that we would know that it was Daddy's Highway. I think huh. they would be just thrilled that we all have used his name one more time. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. And the DOT says next up will be the construction of the 4A exit to alleviate congestion in Derry and Londonderry. The state legislature already approving $50 million for that project. $50 million for an exit? Holy shit, man. That's fucking insane. I mean, I, the construction itself, uh, I think it was supposed to take like 20-something years, and it turned out that, you know, took 35 years to get it done. But you're moving Earth, so that makes sense to me. 
I don't know. I wouldn't expect it to be any other way. All right. So this one here, I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at. And I figured I'd just throw it up there and talk about it real quick because I wanted to know if anybody else can see it. Um, I'm going to enlarge the image. I hope this works. But if you can't uh, see it on the screen, um, uh, I'll tell you. It's um, CNET. Try to spot the human-made object hiding in this NASA ISS photo. And it gives me, I mean, I see clouds. I can't make the image any bigger. All I can do, oh, oh, here we go. Okay. So does, I mean, is it this? I don't know. I see clouds, but am I looking down or am I looking up at the sky? You know what I mean? Like, is that a picture of uh, something looking down to the ocean through the clouds? Or are they looking up into the clouds, into uh, the sky? And I'm just, hmm. I don't know. I see a little thing down here. I don't know if anybody can see my pointer, but it's right down here. I see something. I don't know what that is. And then you see something right around here. So I don't know what it is. Let's see. NASA astronaut Mark Van, he challenged his social media followers to find the human-made object in this photo snapped from the ISS. Most of us will never get on a spacecraft, blast off this rock, and spend time in orbit gazing down at the astounding views of Earth below. Okay, so I'm assuming we're looking down on Earth. So this is looking through the clouds into the ocean. So we would turn to astronauts like NASA's Mark Vande, Vandehe uh, to share the experience through images. Sometimes the experience involves a little bit of hide-and-seek. Um, can you find uh, Vandehe is cur cur currently up on the International Space Station? Oh, okay. And his vantage point uh, of Earth dwellers, a visual challenge this week. Can you find the human-made object? Um, I don't know if I found it, but can you tell me what it is? Uh, let's see. Uh, the image shows wide expanse of blue, fluffy clouds floating along the edge. It looks quiet and peaceful as if no humans are anywhere near. But there they are. Where? Where? Spotting the object may be tricky on a small screen, but blow up the image and sweep your eyes across to find the answer. Still looking... Here's a hint. It's something that floats. If you're still on the hunt, then go check out the comments on Vandehe's tweet where keen-eye viewers have shared the solution. Of course you're not going to tell me. If you've aced the space-related visual test, you should try to find the Perseverance Mars rover hiding out on this red planet snapshot. Captured by Ingenuity Helicopter, it's even harder. All right, well, I don't know, man. Uh, I saw two things. I don't know what they are. I didn't go to Twitter. And uh, if you want to look more into it and see if you're right, maybe you found it, uh, check it out. It's just fun. I don't know, a little exercise right there. Exercise the brain. You know, a little, a little uh, where's Waldo or what have you. Um, this next one uh, is first sign of elusive 
Triangle singularity shows particles swapping identities in mid-flight. I don't know what that means. Um, I thought the picture was neat. I'm not sure uh, what's going on here. Uh, physicists uh, sifting through old particle accelerated data have found evidence of a highly exclusive, never-before-seen process, a so-called triangle singularity. First envisions by Russian scientist Lev Landu in the 1950s, a triangle singularity refers to a rare subatomic subatomic uh, process where particles exchange identities before flying away from each other. In this scenario, two particles called kaons form two corners of the triangle while the particles they swap form the third point of the t- on the triangle. The particles involved in exchange quarks and charge their identities in the process. Study co-author Bernard Kunzen of Helmholtz Institute for Radiation and Nuclear Physicists at the University of Bonn said in a statement. Oh, no, said in a statement. Yeah, related the eighteen uh, unsolved. Uh, what is dark matter? That's all I'm talking about here. Um, it's called a singularity. Da, 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 da. Hold on. Um, pointing uh, crap. And is called singularity because the mathematical methods for describing subatomic particle interactions break down. If if this singularity weird particle identity swap really happened, it could help physicists understand the strong force which binds the nucleus together. Whoa. All right, so I said a whole bunch of words, and I don't understand what I said. Um, seems to be a video here. I, I guess. Hold on. I, I don't know. I think this is on dark matter though, but I, I'm hoping it's on what we're talking about. Uh, I don't think that has anything to do with this because they didn't talk about dark matter at all. I mean, dark matter is uh, the heaviest matter of them all. Um supposed to be so dense that like a little tiny piece can weigh um i i'm not sure if it's hundreds of pounds or thousands of pounds um but uh yeah it could definitely hmm i don't know i'm i i don't know i don't know about this one all right last one so here's the picture of the asteroid and a satellite uh, NASA is going to slam a spacecraft into an asteroid. Things might get chaotic. What? New simulation shows that when the DART mission hits the target asteroid, it could send it spinning and wobbling in a dramatic way. Well, just like taking particles off the moon, is this a good idea? You know what I mean? Um... They didn't have a space. The dinosaurs didn't have a space program. So when an asteroid headed toward Earth uh, with their name on it 65 million years ago, they had no warning and no way to defend themselves. We know that uh, we know how that turned out. Humans are un understandably keen to avoid the same fate later this year. NASA will launch a mission to 
practice how we might deflect a future Earth-bound asteroid. The double asteroid rendication test, or DART, is targeted to launch as soon as November 24th or as late as February in 2022. We will take a year to reach its star. It's going to take a year to reach it. Um, Dimu Voss, a stadium, sta- uh, stadium-sized asteroid that is orbiting a much larger asteroid called Didymus. Uh, the plan is to hit Dimophorus at the speed of 6.5 kilometers per second with the car-sized DART spacecraft, which weighs about a third of a ton, changing its almost 12-hour orbit around Didymus uh, by a few minutes. A European Space Agency mission arriving five years later called Hera will check to see if the mission worked. The impact have only a small effect on the orbit, but that should be enough to deflect an asteroid from Earth's past in the future. So long as we hit it far enough in advance, we're doing this to have the ability to prevent a truly catastrophic natural disaster, says Tom Stalter. DART program scientist at NASA headquarters in U.S. Uh, Washington, D.C. The potential changes to the orbit of Dimophorus, Fosses, I don't know, have been well studied, but until now we have known much about what will happen to Dimophorus itself. After the impact, a paper published in the journal Icarus documents that first simulations to find out. Um, led by Harrison from the University of Maryland, researchers modeled how much DART might change the spin or rotation and by calculating how the momentum of the impact will alter the asteroid's roll, pitch, and yaw. Um, that's a weird word. Uh, the results could be dramatic. It could be, uh, it could start tumbling uh, and enter a chaotic state. Um this was really quite a big surprise. The unexpected spinning poses some interesting challenges. It would add the difficulty of landing on the asteroid, which ESA hopes to attempt with two small spacecraft on its HERA mission. It could also make future attempts to deflect an Earth-bound asteroid more complicated, as any rotation can affect an asteroid's path through space. Um, wow. I mean, this goes on and on and on. When the dart slams into it, the engine will be comparable to three tons of TNT exploding, sending thousands of pieces of debris spewing into space. Stalter described it as a golf cart traveling at 15,000 miles an hour, smashing into the side of a football stadium. The force of the impact will not cause any immediate changes to the spin, but within days, things will start to change according to Agrusa and his team. And they describe how it's going to wobble, fall out of rotation, uh, with no friction in the vacuum of space to slow it down. It could start to spin one way and another, and it may start rotating Along its own long axis. Oh, so head over feet. 
um, to the observer looking into the sky, the seemingly sedated satellite. This seemingly sedate satellite will take on a new form, starting to swing widely back and forth its previous hidden sides now coming into view. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to play I'm going to play this. It's 3 minutes, but let's see what we got here. Uh, I'll keep talking through it. So I got a big old boulder rotating. I got a little tiny thing that's kind of ro- moving back and forth. It's making its way towards the big gray spinning thing and I'm hoping we're going to get a little I mean what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's certain days. Does it look like it's getting closer? Oh, all right. It might be getting a little bit closer, but this is too long. So we're going to move it faster, faster. Huh. Faster. Oh, 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 we're getting a little bit more spin on that thing, on the shiny one on the bottom. So this is just a possibility of how it could spin in 29 days after it gets hit. I don't know. It's all over the place, that's for sure. It's definitely all over the place, but I don't know, man. I don't think we're going to be able to really stop this shit from happening. I think we're, you know, wishful thinking. I don't know why I couldn't hear anything. It says the sound's on, but I didn't hear anything. Um, so if you if it, if it comes up in the video later when I edit it, I apologize for, like, completely cutting off that description. Um, but go and check it out. It's a... Uh, Demophosis attitude evolution for a backslash b equals 1.4 comma b backslash. I'm sure you'll come across the video if you search for that. Um, but yeah, I just think it's crazy. We're gonna, I mean, we're just doing so much right now in space. We're investigating Mars, we're gonna deplete the moon, we're gonna make space station on mars we're trying to make a full town space station in space it's just so much now we're deflecting asteroids and we're just trying to i don't know i don't know we're trying to control our space i guess but it's it's crazy all the shit that is going on with all the rockets and everything else blasting off and it's it's wild. It's very interesting, and I I think I I don't remember when I said this, but as long as we don't uh, annihilate ourselves, uh, we'll we'll get, probably get to see a whole lot more and understand more of space. Um, but I'm almost wondering, uh, do we know more about space than the ocean now, or is it on equal playing fields? Because I still feel like there's so much of the ocean we can't. Um, get to but i think they're starting to with like uh drones and robots and stuff like that but it's it's crazy man i love this stuff i think it's so interesting um i i just don't know i mean if you if you bump into it i mean your theory is that the satellite is going to go away but what is going to happen in reality right what's going to happen in reality i don't know but that is that. That is the podcast, everybody. I want to, uh, again, thank everybody for subscribing and watching and 
Make sure you're sharing. Make sure you're clicking those like buttons. Make sure you're making friends in the comments. That's all important to the algorithm as well. Um, I really uh, appreciate all of you um, for subscribing in the first place. So thank you for that. Um, if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Hit those like buttons, share, rate, review, pass it on to a friend. All of that's super important to help the algorithm grow and make the podcast bigger. Uh, again, this is free for you. It's not free for me to do. So this is what I ask of you to help me, um, well, grow. You're helping me grow by doing all of these little things that'll take you a couple seconds to do. So thank you so much for watching. If you want to follow me, uh, go to social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Um, and of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, you can do that by sending an email over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Uh, like I said earlier, free merchandise, uh, send your story, put slow down in the subject line and send that over to T A L K I N with at gmail.com. And, uh, that's it. I hope everybody out there has an enjoyable rest of your Thursday. Um, I hope you enjoy your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.